You're listening to the Beyond Disciplines podcast, produced by the Faculty of Arts and Science at Concordia University in Montreal. The Beyond Disciplines podcast is a conversation series that brings scholars together across fields of knowledge. From trans rights to sexuality and public discourse, from men and masculinities to sexual justice, the study of sexuality has become one of the most challenging and exciting areas of interdisciplinary inquiry. We'll hear from four researchers at Concordia who are looking at sex from very different perspectives across the disciplines. Jane McGahey, Marc Lafrance, Gregorio Pablo Rodriguez Arbelai Jr., and Gonzalo Quintana Zunino. Beyond Disciplines. Mix it up, experiment boldly, and go beyond. My name is Jane McGaughy. I'm the Irish Studies Diaspora Professor at the School of Irish Studies, uh, and I teach courses on the Irish around the world in different points of history. Uh, so I teach courses on the Irish here in Montreal, the Irish in Canada, uh, and I also teach on Irish sexualities in the diaspora, so how Irish men and women are perceived as sexualized beings and how sex then uh, influences their Irishness once they leave the island of Ireland. What I'm looking at are stereotypes that existed pre-Confederation, so before 1867, and how those played into the presumption that to be Irish meant to be wild, to be violent, to be drunken. Uh, and a lot of this came out of some of the very racist cartoons that existed in the 1820s, 30s, and 40s that would compare Irish men and women to apes, to dogs, uh, that would more or less say that they were less evolved than someone who was Anglo-Saxon, uh, someone who was from really any other part of Western Europe. And that kind of racial discourse then had huge effects on Irish society, Irish politics, and Irishmen's place within the empire. So for me, the imperial aspect is really important because although these cartoons were really popular in places like London or Dublin, they had a massive effect on how people here in Montreal or in Toronto or Ottawa then appreciated or were very upset about the Irish coming into their neighborhoods. My name is uh, Marc Etienne Lafrance. I'm an associate professor of sociology here at Concordia, and uh, I work in a number of different fields relating to gender and sexuality, but my uh, primary focus is on studies of the body and studies of men and masculinity in contemporary culture. I think that those who are concerned about seeing masculinity change um, and adapt to new circumstances, and in some respects perhaps even abandon some of its older trappings and more traditional trappings, Ha, are are more likely to see what we're what's taking place today in the terms of a crisis. Um, but I think those who are enthusiastic and excited about the possibilities that um, that exist for men um, when they do their genders differently um, tend to see it as a moment of an exciting moment of of, of uh, transformation. And so um, for me, I mean, I think that the, the the rhetoric of crisis is relevant in some respects. I I'm I get concerned about it when it's alarmist or when it becomes code for anti-feminist uh, rhetoric or sexist rhetoric. But I do I don't think it's completely um, it's something that we should completely um, discard. I think that uh, the language of crisis is 
not entirely misplaced uh, when we consider some issues that affect men and boys today. Um, but overall, in general terms, I advocate for, for the language of, of transformation over the language of crisis because it is an exciting moment, really, in modern Western societies. Things are changing, especially in the major urban centers uh, that we see across the Western world. And um, um, I think that this is, this is all for the good. It's the more we open up categories of gender, the more opportunities there are for everybody. Um, nobody loses. My name is Gonzalo Quintana Zunino. I'm a PhD candidate in the Department of Psychology, particularly in the research option of the um, behavioral neuroscience. I study with uh, Dr. Faust in sexual behavior mainly. I guess sex and sexual behavior comes interest, uh, as an interesting topic to anybody. Uh, particularly, I found very interesting how sex and orgasms in particular occur all at the same time as a orchestration of the brain, the gonads, and even the interaction that you can have with whoever that you are engaging in, in sex. Um, I became interested in sex and orgasm in particular given my background in psychology and how to put these two things together uh, in a more biological and brain-oriented way type of scene and explaining how everything occurs. Mm. So it's, it's the orchestration of everything, but seeing how that takes place in the brain. We will now hear from Gregorio Pablo Rodriguez Arbolay Jr. from the Department of Art History at Concordia. This semester I'm teaching a course on AIDS uh, visual activism, specifically focusing on uh, development of visual cultures uh, and queer visual cultures, feminist visual cultures in uh, Quebec uh, and the rest of Canada and also the United States specifically. Um, so in terms of what we've been doing over the past uh, couple of weeks, it's just trying to get a sort of sense of what uh, visual history means and how we can sort of understand the pandemic through a visual lens. Um, most of the ways that I feel uh, people sort of engage with the AIDS pandemic is through uh, popular culture. And most people don't seem to uh, take time to think about uh, the sort of visual aspects of popular culture and how um, the, there's meanings and messages attached uh, to these uh, visual cues and, and uh, visual politics of, um, of sexuality and race and, uh, and a number of other um, social um, issues that we're dealing with uh, during the AIDS pandemic in the 1980s and the 1990s. Um, so in terms of dealing with uh, visual culture, I'm trying to have students try to understand another way of looking at history. Okay, um, I'm trained as a historian specifically, um, and most of the work that I've been doing up to this point has been more in sort of demographic history. And um, I'm really trying to take a step here and think about history in more of an interdisciplinary way. Thanks again for listening to the Beyond Disciplines podcast, supported by the Faculty of Arts and Science at Concordia University in Montreal on unceded Mohawk territory. This episode was produced by Aaron Lakoff and Simone Lucas. Thank you to all our guests. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. When you're there, leave us a rating and a review. It helps other people find this podcast. Questions or comments? 
email us at beyonddisciplines at gmail.com.